Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Thursday, June the 1st, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Founders Trading Post, featuring our very own gourmet coffee, Capuchin Dark Roast, in whole bean and fresh ground. Start your morning like a crusader with a fresh brewed cup of Capuchin Dark Roast coffee, available at mikechurch.com forward slash shop. Here's what to listen for this hour. Oklahoma High Court rules medical emergency requirements for abortion laws unconstitutional. Target stock continues to plummet. Ron DeSantis takes swings at Trump to begin his presidential campaign. And one airline has announced they will begin weighing passengers before international flights. Oklahoma High Court rules medical emergency requirements for abortion laws unconstitutional. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. A 6-3 majority on the Oklahoma Supreme Court on Wednesday ruled that two state laws restricting abortion are unconstitutional. The laws, which require a medical emergency in order for a doctor to legally be able to perform an abortion, were found to conflict with a March decision that determined the Oklahoma Constitution establishes an inherent right of a pregnant woman to terminate a pregnancy when necessary to preserve her life. Despite the court's decision today on overturned laws SB 1603 and HB 4327, Oklahoma's 1910 law prohibiting abortion remains in place, Republican State Attorney General Genter Drummond said of the ruling. Except for certain circumstances outlined in that statute, abortion is still unlawful in the state of Oklahoma. The battle to protect the sanctity of life in the United States is not over simply because Roe v. Wade was overturned, which is something Republican politicians should be aware of. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. Target's stock has lost a whopping $12.7 billion over the past two weeks, hitting its lowest levels in nearly three years as the Cheap Chick discount retailer continues to face backlash over its LGBTQ-friendly kids' clothing. Shares of the embattled chain were off 0.3% at $133.42 in early Wednesday trades after dropping for eight straight sessions, the stock's longest losing streak since November of 2018. That gives the company a market capitalization of $61.6 billion, and that's off 17% from the two weeks earlier on May 18th, when stock was trading at $160.96 on the eve of the crisis. It's also the lowest levels target shares have seen since the company was recovering from the depths of the pandemic in mid-2020. The ongoing losses are a result of an ongoing 14-day boycott that was triggered by Target's release of Pride, an LGBTQ-friendly line that includes clothing for children and tuck-friendly women's swimwear with extra crotch coverage. Republican presidential candidate and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis came out swinging on Tuesday night in Iowa against GOP frontrunner Donald Trump, calling out the president's failures in office and repeating earlier criticism that Trump had moved left. DeSantis muted his criticisms when speaking to an audience in Clive at his first formal campaign event, but directed rhetorical fire at Trump on immigration issues, COVID policy, and other conservative priorities while speaking with reporters later in the evening. 
Our quote of the day, In my deepest wound I saw your glory, and it dazzled me. St. Augustine of Hippo. And coming up, our saint of the day, she has the double distinction of founding the first of what are now called secular institutes and the first teaching order of women in the church. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hello, Crusaders, and welcome to Frying with Tommy. Today, I'm going to show you how to properly fry a chicken, Tommy style. Of course, you need a chicken, the EK-3000, or as I like to call him, Dante, Mike Church's Beast and Butt Rub, and an air fryer. Now, once you got your chicken ready, you want to go ahead and add Mike Church's secret blend of sugar, herbs, and spices. And since he put it into this bougie bottle, I can add enough beast and butt rub until my ancestors tell me to stop. Now the chicken is ready for my air fryer. Why don't you go ahead and put it on in there, and I'm going to get Tante ready. Pull! Oh, yeah. Now that's how you fry a chicken. Well, that will conclude today's episode of Frying with Tommy. If you want your own bottle of Beast and Butt Rub, go to shop.mikechurch.com and buy your bottle today. Our saint of the day is St. Angela Marici, who has the double distinction of founding the first of what are now called secular institutes and the first teaching order of women in the church. Born in Desenzano, Italy, she was orphaned in her teens. As a young woman with her heart centered on Christ, Angela joined the Third Order of St. Francis and embraced austerity. In a visionary experience, she felt called to found the Company of Women. Angela was invited to become a live-in companion for a widow in the nearby town of Brescia. There she became the spiritual advisor of a group of men and women with ideals of spiritual renewal and service to those in need. While on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land in 1524, she was struck with blindness. She proceeded to visit the sacred shrines anyway, seeing them with her spirit. And on the way back, while praying before a crucifix, Angela's sight was restored. At the age of 60, Angela and 12 other women began the company of St. Ursula, named for a patroness of medieval universities and venerated as a leader of women. This constituted a new way of life, single women consecrated to Christ and living in the world rather than in the monastery. With Angela as their mother and mistress, company members did not live in the community, wore no special clothing, and made no formal vows. Angela Marici died in Brescia, Italy in 1540. She was clothed in the habit of a Franciscan tertiary, her body interned in Brescia's Church of St. Afra. Four years later, the company's rule that Angela had composed, prescribing the practices of chastity, poverty, and obedience, was approved by the Pope. In the early 1600s, companies that had expanded into France were reorganized into the religious order of St. Ursula to teach girls. Angela's words continue to inspire the Ursuline nuns' mission of education, a mission that spread worldwide. The Company of St. Ursula also continued to exist and is federated worldwide today with members in 30 countries. Angela Marici was canonized by Pope Pius VII in 1807. An airline has announced they will begin weighing passengers before international flights. After all, they do weigh everything else, they said. 
Air New Zealand made the announcement after a woman went viral for sharing that she was forced to step on a baggage scale before boarding her flight. The airline announced on Monday it will be asking more than 10,000 passengers to take part in a weight survey beginning in June. The survey is essential to the safe and efficient operation of the aircraft and is a Civil Aviation Authority requirement. Air New Zealand wrote in a statement. The survey will calculate passengers' average weight to help the planes fly more efficiently while also remaining balanced. People traveling through the airline's domestic network were weighed in 2021, and now that international travel is spiking again post-COVID-19, they want international travelers to participate. Now the question is, will other airlines follow suit? Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com. Stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.